There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey, Producer Joe. Hi. What's the good word? Oh, just scratching my leg and going to fill up my truck with some gas. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I had my second tattoo removal yesterday, and so uh, it gets a little itchy the next couple of days after that. How is it looking? Uh, Well, you know, it's only the second treatment, but uh, there are little gaps that have already... Uh, I don't even know the right word to use that have disappeared. Maybe that's the easiest way to describe it. Little oh. little chunks of it. So I got another appointment in March and then my fourth one in May. And I'm hoping that by that point, uh, it is very, very uh, clear that uh, it's... I, I know the process is working. I just want it to be off quicker. You know, like, there's how we become billionaires is... As opposed to this multiple treatment bullshit that has to happen mm-hmm, to have tattoos mm-hmm, removed, mm-hmm. one and one and done. That's as painless as this is. Well, let's develop that. Yeah, forget working. You know, we just have that and sell it to some cosmetology places, and uh, boom, billionaires, and we don't work again. And we can continue to make picks successfully. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we were both two and three last is week. Is that what we were? Right? Two and three. Yeah, we were both both went two and three. Both uh, both lost on the Falcons, both won on the Patriots. Uh, you won on the Jags. You mm-hmm. saw that, and I won on the Vikings because uh, I got really lucky. And then, uh, and the, the Vikings ending, although great for a lot of people, for me, uh, I was either going to win. I felt like I was going to win the under, or I was going to win the the Vikings. But by that point, I wasn't going to hit either. And then uh, yours was over in the first quarter, I think, with your total and your lock last week. Which, like, oh yeah, that's it's wonderful when you when you say an under is a lock, and then both teams go over the total itself by themselves. So yeah, that, that kind of yeah. sums up the performance this year. It's been magical. I had the Saints plus six; they were plus five and a half, and I bought a half point. So when they were oh. lining up for that extra point, I figured because I've seen it happen now that they weren't going to kick it. But then when the Saints didn't come on the field. I was like, oh, my God, maybe they'll just run it in just to be amusing, and then I would lose the actual cash bet. I'm not talking about our uh-huh. our whatever we had, four and a half or five and a half. I was worried about my cash, and fortunately they did kneel it down. But I really, I still believe, and now, I, now it's just like hot take radio guy, but I truly believe that the Saints are the best team in the NFC, and that whole thing is, I mean, it was exciting and, you know, a play that we'll see 30 years from now, but... Uh, just such a damn shame from that standpoint. I, I have been. I, I can't recall being less interested in a conference championship weekend than I am for this weekend because of the three of the four teams really involved. Uh, your feeling, uh, producer Joe? Uh, you know what? I am uh, not so excited to watch football this weekend. And 
I was excited to watch last weekend, mostly for the Saints and, and Vikings, because I thought that was going to be the best game overall. I mean, I thought the Falcons were going to win and win handily. Mm-hmm. was way off there. New, well, new is such a bad word to use, believed that the Patriots were going to handle their business, and they did. Expected more from the Steelers, did not happen. And then, honestly, the game that I was most looking forward to ended up being the most entertaining. I wouldn't necessarily say the best, um, but it was very, very entertaining. Oh, the second half was phenomenal. Second half was phenomenal. First half was terrible. But the first half of that game, again, this goes into kind of, I don't don't even want to call it analytics. You don't have to have analytics to see this. The Vikings were only moving the football with, with pass interference calls. And so, from my standpoint, a second-half bet on the Saints had some value. Uh, the question mark would be, you knew the Saints would have to throw the ball, and would they be able to get the ball in the hands of Michael Thomas with Xavier Rhodes on him? He got beat up a little bit. Breeze had an outstanding second half. Uh, and then you have the drama uh, in the final you know, few minutes of the fourth quarter and, of course, with 10 seconds left. I mean, absolutely mind-blowing. And for those who had a wager which was affected, and I'm sure it was a healthy number of people, millions of dollars uh, swung on that missed tackle and that pass play. So from that standpoint, you have a thriller. I don't think you're going to have a thriller in either one of these games this weekend. I think both win comfortably. We start with the Jaguars at the Patriots. The Patriots are minus eight. I am on the Patriots, and I think the Patriots win very handily. Uh, I do too. I uh, uh, I wish there was something more to really say about it, but the Patriots are a, a superior team to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars going on the road, and uh, although if you were going into the playoffs, who did you think had a better defense, Tim? Uh, and it's you might be on the Patriots as opposed to the Steelers because of the Ryan Shazier injury, but you would figure they were fairly comparable if you were matching up the two defenses, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, the fact that the Jags were able to put up 42 last week, um, and now some of that's aided by the Steelers' uh, offense, I get. But I, I think there's the possibility for points in this game. Um, I'm actually involved in the lock with the total on this game. Um, but I, I just I don't see the Patriots, you know, shitting the bet at this point that – it's it's right there for the taking, and I think you know the Brady Redemption Tour or the the FU whatever you want to call it rolls on. Please make sure you support the sponsors. If you don't, the podcast goes away. So please make sure you support the sponsors. Uh, and if your insurance costs a leg and an arm, then you ought to call James Carlton, State Farm. You might be sitting there thinking that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about because of my record in my locks of the week category. Well, here's a lock I can guarantee. You will enjoy your experience with the James Carlton State Farm Agency. If you're in front of your computer while you're listening to this, go to carltoninsurance.net right now and just get a quote to see what's the good word. Ask yourself a question. What's my insurance company doing for me? Then go check them out on Google and Facebook and see what they're doing for others in your community. The good news is you probably already have the product that James offers. The bad news is if you're not with James, you're without question sacrificing service and likely paying too much. It's James Carlton, the James Carlton State Farm Agency, 314-961-4800. That's 314-961-4800.
Yeah, I know. I just I think this is going to be something along the lines of twenty eight thirty one to ten. I just I just don't. I mean, and, and just you know, listen. I, I obviously I picked the Jaguars last week, and part of that was I thought the Steelers. You know, the reason I one of the main reasons I picked the Jaguars last week is I didn't think Antonio Brown would be very good, and so I was wrong. I mean, I arrived at the right pick, but I was wrong in my process because Brown did have a good game. Uh, and he was a factor, but uh, along the lines of this, I just—it's just the, the Patriots are, are in another class, and I think the Jaguars are celebrating like they won a championship already, just because they won in Pittsburgh, and and that that from a mental standpoint, I think uh, will lead to a letdown, and and it's similar to the the, the t- Titans last week. I just think this thing's not even going to be—you know—you won't even be watching it um, when 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 it's over because the uh, Vikings and. And Eagles will have have started up. So we go to the Vikings and Eagles. Uh, the Vikings are minus three. Um, Producer Joe, I think the Vikings win this thing by about seventeen points. Uh, yeah, I've got the Vikings the minus three aspect of it. The uh, the fun and games of, of Nick Foles and what's what's taking place there. I think it comes to a, a crashing halt. They're going to be underdogs for the second straight week at home as the number one seed in the NFC and. Uh, I, I, I feel good about the Vikings, and you know what? I, I think it will be a fun game to watch in the Super Bowl if both of the things that you and I think happen with the Vikings playing at home with a very good defense against, uh, against the Patriots. Like that's, that's a Super Bowl that I would, I would be interested in. I think you are going to be more interested, obviously, in the Saints and the Patriots um, because you love the Saints, but I, I do think that this will be a very entertaining Super Bowl if, if what happens this weekend that we both believe takes place. Yeah, I, I know. I, th- I think that'll be good. I don't think these will be good this weekend. That's that's where my, where I am. And I and I felt yeah. like there was I you know the Saints. I think going into the postseason were either plus seven fifty or plus eight hundred. They went down to plus six fifty going into divisional round games. Uh, I never bet it. I was thinking about just throwing a hundred on it. Um, in real, what I was, un- I, I was comfortable with the play on them winning the NFC. I thought if they get there, I don't know if they can beat the Patriots. I don't know if I feel comfortable enough to kind of go on that outlier of a six and a half to one. So I didn't bet it. Had I bet it, what took place at the end of that game? I mean, you know, quote unquote, only a hundred dollars, but it would have been so tilting because at that point, I'm like, okay, they're going to the Super Bowl. They're just not going to lose to the Eagles. Uh, yeah. And uh, and so it would have made it all the more tilting, but. Yeah, I just think they're a great team, and I thought I, I felt like I saw something that the rest of, not the rest of, but a lot of football fans didn't see, and they were kind of getting overlooked by the hype of the Rams um, or the idea of the Vikings getting to host a game, the initial hype around the Eagles before the Wentz injury, and I felt like they were flying under the radar, and they were obviously, to me, obviously the best team in the NFC, and so I thought there was value there, um, whereas I feel like the Patriots are obviously the best team in the AFC. So I, I don't anticipate thrilling. I guess, I guess I wouldn't mind just for entertainment's sake, seeing Philadelphia in there just cause it, just cause the Philadelphia fans amuse me. Um, but, uh, Vikings fans have been tortured as well. Uh, yeah. so they could get a chance to see that skid come to an end and do it against the new England Patriots A Jaguars, Eagles, Super Bowl. I mean, can you imagine? Holy crap. Oh God. I mean, that would be, Television's executive's worst nightmare. Although the number still, the, you know, the Super Bowl still gets a good number, but Not nowhere close to it would be. Right. Yeah. So what the, is your uh, lock? Uh, my my lock is in fact the under of the Patriots and Jags. Uh, that's total is sitting at forty six. And when I heard you say thirty one to ten, that made me smile a little bit more too. Um, I just think out of out of the two games this weekend, and you know our options are fairly limited at this point. I, I'm tempted a little bit 
to look at uh, to look at the total of the NFC game and go over just because it doesn't stand to reason a little bit and maybe include that in a 13-pointer. And if we want to get into what we are going to be teasing this weekend, uh, a, a tease of a tease of the Vikings and the Patriots is just like screaming, come and get me as well, although I like them straight up. Yeah, uh, that would take it to the Patriots plus four and the Vikings plus 11. And you could tease that over on the Patriots down to 33. And you could yeah. tease that uh, over on the Eagles and Vikings down to 23 and a half. So, yeah. um, you know, when a number is that low, I mean, I realize, hey, man, you know, 13 to 10 doesn't cover at that point. But, uh, you know, I guess 25 and a half, excuse me, 25 and a half because it's at 38 and a half. So I get that. Uh, from that standpoint, I would be on the under of the Jaguars and the Patriots as well. At this point, it doesn't matter with our picks, but that's that's the game. I mean, we only have two to choose from because we're picking totals, and yeah. that's I, I, I'm not as comfortable on the 38.5 as I am on the under of 46 on the Jaguars and Patriots. So uh, there it is, picking and groaning. Not much to pick, not much to groan about uh, here with only two games this weekend. Uh, producer Joni, soccer plays because I post your soccer plays on the fan page, and you're you you were on a heater last week, and everybody's excited about it. It's a wonderful thing. Are they? They're excited about that. Yeah, you got to get a Facebook I, I, account. Uh, nope, I'm good, thanks. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm not looking to make myself uh, angry. Okay. Um, it's a weekend that doesn't have a whole lot of marquee games in it. Um, I, if you're in the business of fading teams at this point, fading old Stanley Steamers Arsenal might not be a bad idea. Okay. Uh, at some point today or tomorrow, I envision uh, Alexis Sanchez will be sold to Manchester United. Whether Henrik Mkhitaryan goes back the other direction, uh, I don't know. Uh, that Newcastle and Manchester City game, which is on the, uh, I believe that's the no, that's Saturday afternoon. I believe that's the late game Saturday. Uh, the over in that game is sitting at three and a quarter right now, which is something we can discuss if you're still looking to understand oh, yeah. the, the Asian handicapping. But that, that's about it right now. There's just a lot of ugly matchups, and there's so many teams bundled together between about eighth place and all the way down to the relegation zone that teams are just shifting so quickly, and there's not a real clear division between that. The top six, seven teams have kind of separated themselves. Um, but I'll I'll text you on Saturday with what I've got more so than anything else. So if you want to post those on the fan page, yeah, the people love them. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, last week uh, you and I were texting, and you said you didn't quite understand the Asian handicapping quite yet. And yeah, uh, I do understand it now, and I don't want to bore the people with th- talking about it here. But yeah, I do understand okay. it now. Yeah, that uh, I like that. I'm also. I played the Sony Open last week in some golf. What? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was on John Rahm. It, you know, it didn't help. But uh, I, uh, I, the odds are, you know, I'm, I'm playing long shots, not right. chasing after speeds. And I will play Tiger uh, when he comes back, just because I'm so invested. At some point, he's going to win, and I need to, you know, get some of my money back that I've thrown away on Tiger. But it is the time of the year right now. And last night I played uh, three games. I went two and one. There were six available last night. But it is that time of the year where I think you've got a pretty good idea of what college basketball teams are and, 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 and where they, you know, kind of what their ceiling and what their floor may be. 
um, where you can handicap them a little bit better, that it's time to start looking at top 25 teams on the road and if you can find home dogs. Like last night, Missouri was a home dog to Tennessee. Wow. Tennessee was the, last night, Tennessee was the number 21 team in the country. Uh, Missouri was a two-point dog in that one. So just playing those straight up. I, uh, I had Alabama and I had Missouri and I had now the, the worst one. And when I say it out loud, it, it becomes ridiculous, but I had Georgetown. They were getting 13 points and they got blown off the floor by Villanova, but I went two and one with it last night. And so, um, college basketball lines don't come out super in advance. It's mostly a day of, of operation, but, uh, there's, it, it, it's, it's the same thing that I've done for like the last six years. Um, seven years, somewhere in that area. But uh, I feel a lot more comfortable once you meet, reach the middle of January and looking at home dogs against ranked opponents, take the points. And uh, I, I feel like you're in a 60% kind of range there with a lot of that. Well, it's a profitable strategy then. Yeah, I agree with that. There is something that the fans at home get home fired up when they play a ranked team. So there's something yeah. to that. I agree with that. Uh, Producer Joe on his soccer plays and now college basketball as well. We're both on the Patriots and the Vikings this weekend, conference championship weekend, picking and groaning. Producer Joe, we appreciate it as always, sir. Thank you so much. Hey, we're, are we, we're not doing a show next week. Correct? We will not be. There is no uh, football. We can, okay. we can pick the AVN winners if you want. I'm high on uh, Buzzed uh, Baby gonna... to win Best New Starlet. Buzzed Baby. Oh, sure. I'm going to be in Utah. So, uh, I'm going to be probably in won't have access the to the AVNs there. I was going to say, there's not a more polar opposite state to Nevada than possibly Utah. And uh, so, no, I I was wondering if we were doing it or not because I fly out Thursday morning. And uh, ideally, I don't break a hip, and uh, everything's just great. Godspeed, sir. Enjoy your trip. There he is, producer Joe, another edition of Picking and Groaning from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Are you in the market for a new home? Are you going to refinance? Well, you ought to because Ryan Kelly and the HomeLoanExpert.com team can save you money. You can see the calculator right there when you go to the HomeLoanExpert.com and see how much money you can save just by contacting the outstanding staff at the HomeLoanExpert.com. The sponsor of the studio is here on the Tim McKernan Show. Subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or wherever you may podcast because then you can hear all of our interviews, recent interviews up. Every Monday, they go up. Uh, Bill DeWitt, the third, the Cardinal president. The week before, Dave Peacock on the Rams relocation and the MLS vote. And coming up, voice of the Missouri Tigers, Mike Kelly, former St. Louis Blues forward and friend of the show, Keith Kachuk, and learn from KC95, all in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios and all talking it over here on the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network.